What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ Un Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. Yeah, I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week sucked fucking dick. Yeah, it did. fucking hairy goat dick. Right? Like, or a curly pig dick or something. Right? Yeah. So let's get the Two. shitty stuff out of the way. Right. First, uh, fucking Was it last Shad Sunday? and Gaspar. Gaspar. From uh, Crime Time. Crime Time. Yeah. Uh, drowned. Drowned. Um, I think they found him Wednesday on the beach, Tuesday, washed up yeah. on the beach. Tuesday or Wednesday they found him. Um, yeah. yeah, really sad. Saved his son. They got pulled out in mm-hmm. a riptide, I guess, with, I guess, like a couple hundred people, apparently. That's what it said, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he told him to save his son first, and that was the yeah. last anybody heard from him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely sad. Good guy. I mean, he was the one, was it just a year or two ago, um, he... Stopped him like armed robbery yeah. or something because he beat someone up. Yep. And, um, yeah, just good guy. Super he did other sad. stuff than wrestle too. He yeah. acted in a bunch of shit. Yeah, he was just in. What was he in? I forget. I just read it. Movie wise, I don't remember, but he actually did the. I think the last God of War game, the one where mm-hmm. Kratos takes his son up the mountain to like spread their mom's ashes yeah. or what the fuck ever. Nice. He did all the motion cap and was the basic outlook mm-hmm. and model because he's so fucking ripped and in shape for nice. Kratos, the god of fucking war. Right. So that's yeah. pretty badass. And it's sad because like they're the crime time to me. Crime time. Miz and Morrison and Zack Ryder were the ones that like pioneered. Mixing the internet and social media with wrestling and stuff, and yeah, I heard Time Crime Time was actually a really good team too, and oh, yeah. underrated for how good they were in their time. Yeah, I didn't watch sure. why they were around. Right. So I did. I, I knew they them. are, but I've never really yeah. watched any of the matches or stuff. Yeah, no, I love so, them. I mean, them and Miz and Morrison at the time were some of the best, most fun tag teams. So condolences to his family. That yeah, shit definitely. sucks. And then uh, just last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stardom announced um, or made an announcement. That's the first place I saw, and then it was out yeah. everywhere that a female wrestler by the name of Hana Kimura yeah. had committed suicide apparently yeah. from being cyberbullied by right. some fucking dickhead wrestling fans. Right? Who was yeah. she a heel? Like, what the fuck? I think she was. Yeah, a heel I'm pretty sure. There. Yeah, she was. And that doesn't give you the right to treat someone like a piece of shit, right? And she was on some Netflix show too. I didn't know um, that. Yeah, I forget what it was. Might have even been like a documentary type thing. Um, But yeah, she was on that. And yeah, like, if any of you buds out there are these dickheads that cyber bully, go fuck yourself. Right, we're all so cool when we're out public together. Why can't we keep being that way on the internet? Right. It's just like all the stupid hate I see from like NXT people against fucking AEW and AEW people like if you don't like you don't fucking watch it I don't right. watch Raw and Smackdown because I don't like them right. but we're still talking about them because you know what it's still wrestling exactly. even if it's shitty wrestling it's still wrestling yeah so yeah you gotta remember these people have feelings they're real people who are just trying <clears throat> to do their job and entertain us to the best of their ability yeah. given whatever limitations it is be it no audience or a bad gimmick or scripted lines or whatever the mm-hmm. case is. They're just trying to do their job like you or me. How would you feel if everybody came to your job and just like bitched at you all the time about it but mm-hmm. after work when you're off the fucking job like booing them in the ring that's cool. Right. That's booing what they want. Life, fuck you. Right. Exactly. So fuck anyway let's, let's let's get on some good shit. Maybe. Well maybe not because it's raw. But <laughs> still. Um, it's at least better subjects so now yeah, we're laughing again. Exactly. When we laugh, we can heal. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I did not watch Raw. Randy. Do you know yeah. this? 
Randy Orton came out and cut a promo. And then oh, yeah, they have a new word for this except, one. It's not grit, it's something else now. Yeah. This well, this is going to be the best wrestling match ever. Oh, God. It's just a year. This match is going to be so bad. God. Probably, because they're hyping it up yep. so much. So, and then Orton, yeah, I mean, Edge accepted. So. That's or it's going to be like a Kevin Dunn edit-a-thon. Right. 700 cuts per second to make it look perfect. Right. And that's what I'm wondering if they're... Because the way... When they've been hyping up different names and shit, it's been cinematic, so... Right. I'm guessing that's what... What they're doing is, again. Yeah. yeah I'm Which I don't know, know if it'll work with it as a regular wrestling match, though. Uh, but we'll see. I mean... Not exactly a regular wrestling match, but Chomp and Gargano was pretty close to just a yeah. regular... I mean, it was more hardcore rules or false count anywhere or whatever, right. but it was still more or less a wrestling match. Yeah. But they've done well with the cinematic. I mean, the Bray Wyatt, John Cena one was still a little confusing. It, some of it just wasn't as clear as it should have been, what the mm-hmm. whole point of it really kind of was. I don't... I don't know. I thought it should have had a bigger, grander theme, but... Mm-hmm. But they've been good. Yeah, they have. And shit, Undertaker, AJ is one of the most entertaining things I've watched this fucking year. Yeah, it was. That was great. Yeah. Well, so was the Undertaker's last ride. Those have been fantastic. Too. Right. But anyway, watch the first two. They were good. I yeah, the third one comes out tomorrow. Right. Today for the buds out there. Nice. Yeah. Um, Seth Rollins and Murphy came uh, to the ring next, and Rollins cut a promo saying that he did. <clears throat> Uh, Mysterio favor because he needs to be home with his family. Yes. And blah, blah. Told him. Yeah. I like and his then, look, man. I'm really digging the new look he has. Yeah. It's it's cool. It's different. It is. I mean, I like it's not, that. but it is. Right. Um, and then Umberto Carrillo uh, yeah, interrupts all people, him. Yeah, he comes out. Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> it then leads to a match against Carrillo. With Seth Rollins. Yes, one-on-one. Or no, with Murphy. One-on-one. Murphy, because Seth Rollins is facing Aleister Black later. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. The main thing. Or, yeah. I think. Maybe. I, I don't remember. remember. I didn't watch. But anyway, Murphy beat uh, Korea then pretty yes. quick. So. Fuck Korea. And then they started attacking him afterwards. <clears throat> Aleister Black comes down to the ring. Um, and hits Murphy with a... Black Mass, and Rollins walks away, unscathed. I want to see those two have a good pay-per-view mm-hmm. throwdown. Black mm-hmm. and Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. I think they wrestled once or twice in NXT. I feel like they did. When I Black was remember. challenged, I think maybe Bur- Murphy was challenged. Was... Maybe I not. Don't. I can't remember. Right. Either way. Um, then we had... Corbin being pissed off because apparently he didn't have a locker room because he was just a guest on Raw. Which is kind of funny. Um, right, because it's uh, wow. inter-brand invitation. That's it. That's it. Brand yeah. invitations or something. Yeah. Um, Wild card! And then Liv Morgan cut a promo on how like her mom's her hero. <coughs> and Everybody. then she's going to beat Charlotte. Her mom's my hero, too. Um, I don't know. And then Charlotte came to the ring because Charlotte has to be on every show. And um, we'll get more into that later. Uh, yeah. 
and she cut a promo, and she's going to face Ruby Riot, and then she beat Ruby Riot. I heard Alvarez talking this week about uh, Charlotte being on every show, mm. and apparently, however, WWE reviews their ratings at different times by what's happening. They apparently mm-hmm. think Charlotte's a draw, which is probably why she's on all three shows yeah. right now, because their ratings have been shit. Right. Oh, I get it. Even NXT this week I was like, like 200,000 viewers to NASCAR. <laughs> 200,000 wrestling fans chose to watch NASCAR <sighs> instead of wrestling. Whatever. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, it's not the same with no crowd. Right. I know. That's, that's why I don't watch Raw and SmackDown. I, know. I can't do it. I like, can't either. Two hours of NXT is all I can bear. Right. Um... And then there's some more MVP, Bobby Lashley stuff, and Lana, whatever. I was going to say this for news and rumors, but apparently Lashley's deal right now is they're trying to build him up for a feud with Lesnar. Because apparently, literally as part of his contract with WWE, he only came back to have a chance to Mm -hmm. face Lesnar. Yeah. Literally. Wow. So. Fair enough. I think that was Meltzer that reported that out. Um, and then they had a couple, like they did the basketball last week. <laughs> this week. <laughs> they were axe throwing. Yeah, they were fucking axe throwing with the Viking Raiders. Except Ingvar hit a fucking cop car. Right. And then they ended up blaming it on the Street Profits. Uh-huh. Because, right. I don't know if it was Montez, or I don't know which one of them, but like threw it behind their back to show how shitty they were. And hit yeah. the car get like dead on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Stupid. And then like, whatever. yeah. And then one of the cops comes and like... <laughs> Uh, lets him go because I forget which one the bigger of the Viking Raiders because he bitch. was cute. Eric. And, yeah, it was pretty. Or I, I don't really even know if those are fucking names. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Um, oh, then we got the Oscar uh, championship celebration. Yes. With Kyrie. Mm-hmm. God, I love these two. Yes, they're fantastic. Oscar's been one of the most consistently entertaining things on my TV since yeah. the lockdown happened. And Kyrie played a fucking song on the recorder, and <laughs> it was ridiculous. And uh, then Nia Jax comes out, and uh, yeah. Hurt somebody? Hurt somebody. So. Oh, she hurt Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what she, she does. Kyrie, so. Fuck you, Kyrie. Um, and then we got... Uh, R-Truth in the ring talking about Pretty Ricky and <laughs> how Bobby, Bobby Lashley attacked him and how his childhood hero John Cena told him to never give up so he's gonna beat Lashley and then he's coming for his baby and Tom Brady after that. Yes. So He's not gonna win. No. I love that he keeps calling Rob Gronkowski. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. It's fantastic. R-Truth's the best, man. I know. I love him. Um, and then he took on Bobby Lashley and lost like I said he was quick as shit. So, yeah, like a double choke slam. I think. I tell you what. Speaking of Tom Brady, I'm kind of excited. Did you see about the golf thing tomorrow? Mm -hmm. It's Tiger Woods and Tom Brady versus Phil Mickelson and Peyton Manning. Like for real golf. golf. Like real golf. Yeah. Not video game golf. No, like real golf. That's interesting. For charity. I figured. Um, Yeah. Yeah. For their own personal gain. Right. But I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally going to watch it because it's ridiculous. I mean, I might turn it on in the background because I'm probably just going to be reading anyway. So right. I want to finish this book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And then we got uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Iconics. Double Iconics. Oh, yes. Um, 
and that cost lost. Was, yeah, because because they got disqualified. Yeah, um, Peyton Royce was beating the fuck out of one of them in the blitz. corner and wouldn't stop, mm-hmm. and uh, the ref called it. Yeah, um, and then backstage, this was scary for a second. Um, you know, Iconics were backstage upset. Peyton Royce was apologizing, and Billy just slapped up fuck out of Peyton mm-hmm. and then Peyton uh, or then yeah Billy Craig starts crying and uh, saying she can't believe she did that and they're both <laughs> crying and hugging and they made yeah. up so it was interesting they're gonna break them up I hope not you know they're gone I know they break up everything yep. except the new day um I'm broke the Usos up ever no it's cause they don't know which one's which uh we had a submission match <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which uh, one's beating their wife? Oh, wait, I don't uh, think you really did that. <laughs> uh, submission match Shayna Baszler versus Natalia. Mm. Um, Shayna ended up winning. Surprise. And then afterwards, Natalia was like all upset because she lost. Has Natalia and ever won a submission match? I don't know. All she has is the sharpshooter. She has one submission move. Right. And she doesn't even do it that well. No. Um,. Except when she's doing it with her sister-in-law or whatever, barely wearing any clothes. Did you see that? No. She has some YouTube video, and they do, I don't know, or a cam show or something. I don't know. But they were wearing, like, next to nothing and doing, like, sharpshooters on each other. And it was really just weird. Fair enough. Um, (laughs) Only fans. Yeah. That's what it seemed like. (laughs) Um, But it was pretty funny, too, because... So afterwards, yeah, Natalia's, like, all upset, and... The ring crew starts setting up for the Kevin Owens show while she's still in the ring. Nice. And, like, they're rolling out the, like, the black apron for it and putting chairs. And then she, like, throws a fit and starts throwing the chairs out. And it was pretty funny. Um, and then backstage, Zelina's crew's all arguing with each other. Um, and then they make to their way to the ring for the Kevin Owens show that pretty much doesn't happen. Um... Apollo Crews comes down because he was supposed to be on the show uh, and attacked Andrade and that leads to a match with Kevin Owens and Apollo Crews versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And then during the match, uh, Austin Theory tried to interfere and accidentally hit um, Garza instead and... So Owens and Apollo Crews pick up the win. And afterwards, Andrade and uh, Garza end up beating beating up Austin Theory. Yeah, that's a Um, short-lived stable there. Yeah. Done and done. Right. But worth it. Yes. We'll get there. Later. Worth it. Um, Also cool to see Apollo Crews back already. For sure. Sucks that he was out, what, like three weeks and didn't get to do Money in the Bank, but you know. Yep. Um, but glad he's back. Right. I thought he was going to be out a little longer than this. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Murphy, we got the Murphy versus Alistair Black match. Okay. Um, and I think, oh yeah, Austin Theory was still like outside of the ring at this time be, from being beat up. Yeah, they beat the shit out of him like and lightened. Yeah. Um, uh, theory ends up, or Rollins walks over to him and just like 
it was like the scene from Aladdin with like, do you trust me? Right. You know, it was just like that. He holds out his hand and says, you know, I want you. And he helps him up. And there he goes in the ring and starts beating the shit out of Aleister Black. Yep. So, yeah, this was really cool. Um, I like this. So I like to get, see the direction of this. Yeah, me too. Because, yeah, Seth Rollins with Murphy and Austin Theory helping some new up-and-comers. And, and this new... I like it. This new character of his has me intrigued as well on where it's going. Yeah. So, right. yeah, I'm curious to see what they're going to do here with Seth Rollins. Yeah. I kind of wish... You know what I kind of wish? I wish this was like a new... Almost new evolution type thing. Okay. It, but, but put... They need to bring back Batista in the Ric Flair role. Uh, and with, then... Yeah. Right? And Rollins then, is Triple H, and then... Yeah, yeah the other then, two guys are Orton. And, yeah, Theory and Murphy are... Yeah. Who's who? Huh? Who's who? I think Murphy has to be Batista. Theory yeah. can't be Batista. No. He's yeah, Theory's more Orton. And, yeah. I mean, nobody's Batista Murphy's except for fucking Batista, right. but... But yeah. I think that would be dope. Um, alright. And then... I think Batista would do it, too. Yeah. I Maybe. Back. Yeah, come back. Doesn't have to wrestle. You know? Unless Maybe a couple to. spine busters here and there, or whatever. And, yeah. He does have a nice spine buster. I mean, it's not Arn Anderson good, but... No. Few are. Top five, at least. Um, yeah, Triple H would be in the top five, too, I mm-hmm. think. For sure. How Venus had a really nice spine buster. We'll okay. talk about that later. Uh, and we got our main event Drew McIntyre versus King Corbin nice the match everybody's been waiting for so they say uh, they said it a lot too apparently mm-hmm. Simon was making fun of it yeah and then they had a match and guess who won Drew McIntyre duh, duh. and uh, at least they're still doing that right yeah and then um, MVP yeah came out and they're gonna do appears that we're gonna get McIntyre versus Lashley soon so yep and that was the end of uh, Monday Night Raw brother brother yep brother brother alrighty and on to new show this week NWA Carnyland Carnyland on Tuesday this was fucking fantastic um I mean it was pretty much setting up a lot of it this week was cause they're gonna have five shows a week now yes for NWA so, yeah, Monday is going to be What's Causing Aldous with yeah. Nick Aldous. Tuesday yeah. is... Carnyland, right? Is yeah, yeah. Carnyland? Tuesday's yeah. Carnyland. Wednesday is uh, an interview show where they're going to be interviewing different people. Yeah. The first one kicked off this Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, past. You can see it on the NWA YouTube channel. Yeah. And it featured uh, both Dave Lagana and Billy Corgan. Nice. And uh, it was pretty good. I watched that one. Yeah. Uh, Thursday... Thursday is the Eli Thursday's Drake show. Thursday is the Eli Drake show, which I watched about half of. Mm-hmm. It was it's it's good, but there's times where it's really hard to hear him. Yeah, and then he's really loud, and so once they get some of that kind of stuff worked mm-hmm. out, um, I also don't think it needed to be an hour. I was good after the first half hour, and then yeah. went to like a commercial, which is why I stopped there. But I will finish it. He went on a little rant about WWE, which was actually oh, pretty fun. Nice. About how, you know, they said that if you don't feel safe traveling or will come into the shows, mm-hmm. you'll get no heat. Bullshit! And he just kind of goes off a little nice. bit. Not big time, but a little bit. It was fun. Right. And then, and then Friday's... Friday's Girl Power, which mm-hmm. I think starts next week. So Okay. Yeah. There was no Girl yeah. Power this week. Right. I'm stoked. Um, yeah. Yeah, the show started off with uh, Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Um, 
cutting. It was a pretty powerful promo. Yeah, it was a nice introduction. Promo. Like Kingston's the shit know, though when it comes to, to talking, man. Yeah. He's one of the best talkers in the business right now. Yeah. Actually, a lot of the NWA guys are some of the best talkers in the business. For sure. Um, that Yeah, that was really good. And then we had, I kind of like this too, Jack, Joe Galley is kind of like the host of Carnyland, but then you hear Stu Bennett's voice come across. Yes. And because he's the narrator. and Narrator. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was good. Um, and let's see, the Nick was introducing his new show, talking mm-hmm. about that. Yep. Um, and, oh, and being, it was just kind of a story, he told a story from the road about, like, the carny promoter and the hotel. Yeah. And stuff, um, yeah, that was really fun. It was good, yeah, you should, should go check yourself Yeah, definitely. All of it, the um, whole show. Right. Uh. I enjoyed it. Oh, and Allison Kay's, uh. Yes, how like, to do a promo, and it was like, oh, yeah, it was just so good. It was really good. She just, she, like, it gave instructions on how to do it, but cut it as, like ha- what she was saying, like, like to yeah. give you the example, I guess, of what not to do, basically. Right. And it was pretty good. It was really good. I enjoyed um, it. Let's see. Oh, the Tim Storm lesser known facts on Ben Franklin. Yeah, he gave us a history it lesson. Good. It was dope because mm-hmm. he's a school teacher. This was fucking fantastic. Yeah. I really like this like a lot. Yeah. Um, Next week he's going to be on the moon. Right. Now they joke about that on the thing nice. on the podcast or on the interview thing. Yeah. It's not a podcast. Um, we had oh Joe Cephas yeah uh, with his how to win a championship book that's empty mm-hmm. <laughs> but because he get, hasn't won a championship right. belt yet but you can pre-order it and you'll when he does you'll get it um, I thought that was great too <laughs> oh we got a mini documentary learning uh, about Mongrovia called yes. Unmasking Mongrovia mm-hmm. it's pretty good I liked Mount, it Mount Saint Question yeah it's good I liked it um. We got oh Zicky Dice trying to <laughs> like hit on this girl and then she's like married or he's, he's married, married and he's like oh okay, babe right it was good yeah um yeah and then Gally and Stu ended up the show mm-hmm. and told us all about all the new shows that we already told you about so yeah they do have like the normal NWA type commercials cut mm-hmm. in between yeah. and stuff so that's kind of cool too because they're mm-hmm. all new and like they're like. You know, there's a new Ziggy Dice selling... I don't remember what the fuck he's selling. Something, a DVD or some shit. Dice. He's a world television champion. and mm-hmm. Other new stuff, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. But I guess that takes us on to AEW Dark. Yep. AEW Dark. Darker. Dicker. Sure. I don't know. I'm making things up. William Penishead. <laughs> William Penis. <laughs> um, let's see. So... Hikaru Shida took on Danny Jordan, which is dope to see. This was my second favorite match of the evening. Nice. Uh, And Shida won. Yeah, of course. QT Marshall took on Clutch Adams. Mm -hmm. QT Marshall won. Mm -hmm. Uh, Marco Stunt took on Jason Cade. Marco Stunt won. This was actually a pretty fun match, too. Nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian took on Lee Johnson and Musa. Yeah. And Havoc and Sabian won. Yeah, they crushed him. Ray Phoenix took on Sean Dean, mm-hmm. and Ray Phoenix won. That's a pretty good match, too. Nice. Uh, Luther took on John Cruz. Luther, Luther won. Yep. Private Party took on Ryan Rembrandt and Mike Reed. Mm-hmm. Private Party won. Yep. Sammy Guevara beat Alan Angels. He did. Mm-hmm. And then Darby Allen took on Serpentico. Yes. And Darby won. Yes, he did. 
So Pentaco was cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I quit watching Dark just because... I have it on while I'm working, so I'm uh, ish paying attention, you right. know, but... I mean, yeah, it's really just all glorified. <laughs> I mean, most of them. And you know who's going to win, and I'm just... Yeah. I'm fine with it. I watched that shit on Monday Night Raw back in the early 90s, so mm-hmm. fuck it. That's wrestling, boys. And that takes us to AEW Dynamite. Yep. Which was, oh man, shit, this episode was fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah, we started off with, uh, um, well, Jericho showing up, and or the whole inner circle showing up. But, yeah. Um, so your asshole, Marvez. <laughs> yeah. Jericho's the fucking best. He is. <laughs> um... And then uh, started this show kind of proper with uh, Bri- Bro- uh, Jesus Brody, Brody Lee coming out and with 10, the Dark Order. And, yeah, some of the Dark Order. Yeah. Except for Uno and Grayson. Right. Because they're stuck in Canada. Yeah. Um, I did like well, how he told uh, like 10 to take a knee. and Yeah. No, take uh, a proper knee. Right. That was really good. <laughs> um, yeah. And he got a really good promo here. Uh, and Moxley come out. And, uh, ended up taking on 10. And I like this, yeah. Mass was decent. It was kind of longer than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then afterwards, I mean, obviously Moxley, Moxley picks won. up the pin. But I like, he grabbed the chair and was about to, told Brody he had 10 seconds or whatever to bring his title out. And if he didn't, he's going to break his arm. Brody shows up on the screen and was like, yeah, we'll sacrifice him. See you later. And they just walk away. Moxley breaks his fucking arm. I love that. Well, I don't know if he really broke it or not. I doubt it. He attempted to. Right. Yeah, I really liked it. I don't think that would hurt that much, to be honest. Probably not. It doesn't look like it. I've never taken that bump, so I don't know. No. I I guess it's really a bump, but you know what I mean. I mean, it would squeeze your arm, but like not break it. Right. Um, I don't even think it would bruise, to be honest. I mean, maybe... Depending how easily you bruise. I Not very so. Yeah, me either. Yeah. So. Except my ego. Aww. Alright. <laughs> uh, and then we had the salt of the earth. Yeah. Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Uh, with his buddy Wardlow in mm-hmm. tow. Versus Marco Stunt. This was good. Yeah. This was exactly... This, see, this is how Marco Stunt needed to be used. This is mm-hmm. exactly why I was for him sticking around. Yep. This is this was great. He still got a little offense in. But at the end of the day, MJF made pretty easy work of him. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he cut a promo um, afterwards. MJF, that he, yeah, MJF sorry. did. MJF didn't take a single bump in this match. Like he, there was right. some offense from Marco Stunt, but he didn't bump a single time for yeah. Marco Stunt. Which is dope. Um, it felt appropriate. Yeah. Uh, sorry, but yeah, then yeah, promo. Then he cut a promo about all of his uh, rats in Jacksonville. Yes. And, Giving them kisses, but he knew he was going to let uh, Marco kiss the ring instead. And then he just punched Marco right. in the face with Which the ring. Which fucking dope. And then Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus come to the rescue. Mm-hmm. There was an awkward transition of Wardlow getting out of the ring and Luchasaurus facing off with him. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if you noticed, but when they were coming around to the ramp, mm-hmm. when they when he came around the pole, Wardlow almost slipped and fell off the apron oh. onto the floor. He caught himself. Hmm. Pretty smoothly, but nice. yeah, you can see him like almost slip or something. Nice. But it was a little awkward, but yeah, mm-hmm. they keep teasing this eventual Wardlow. Man, I hope they yeah. s- send this out to the next pay per view and do don't too. waste this. Go all sideways, yeah. 
But they're not going to be another one before. There'll be another one. I mean, if they do, it depends if they're going to do the video game thing again. Oh, the Fighter Fest, yeah. Yeah, Because that's what was next. That's right. We just did Fighter Fest for... I was thinking of that fight for the Fallen, but I think that was... Yeah, I think that that might have been a one-time thing, too. Right. We'll see. Because those were the two, like, the one was, like, the fight for the Fallen was what, like, Tony Khan really wanted to do for charity. Yeah. And then the Fighter Fest was what... With the video game one that Omega Omega wanted wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. So... Makes sense. Um, All right. And then next... Probably my favorite segment of the week, uh, Jake Roberts and Arn Anderson one-on-one on the mic. I, I, nothing they did was bad. Let me right. just get that out of the way. Yeah. I wish they would have, they focused, like, Jake kept wanting to make it about the two of them, mm-hmm. and it should have been about Cody and Archer. Like, I still don't understand. Yeah. So, Jake Snake Roberts fucking brings a snake on onto Cody's unconscious wife, dry humps her on fucking TV, live fucking TV, and Cody's done nothing yet except for ram a barrier from two feet away very yeah. aggressively. Like, yeah. he hasn't, where's the fucking promo from Cody? That's what he does. Right. Yeah, I don't... He should be cutting a fire fucking promo two weeks ago on Lance Archer. That's true. Like, I don't give a fuck about this match from the rivalry standpoint. I just want to see what the belt looks like. Yeah. That's, that's sad. This should be, like, a huge <laughs> right. fucking story deal. Yeah. I just, like... And I need some fire yeah. from Cody, and it's not there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not... I don't care about Where's that. Where's my part. Cody Rhodes? I just like the Jake Anderson. But no, Jake and Anderson are... The, those yeah. two could talk all fucking day long, and right. I'm not going to bitch about that's it. That was my... I just... Those two, and then... I just also want Cody to throw in the table, and... I loved it. Yeah. I just, I did want him. Jake needs to get a new hairstylist. Maybe mm. he tried to cut it himself in quarantine. Maybe. That could be. It doesn't look good right mm-hmm. now. But yeah. Yeah. Like uh, four wrestling came out and separated the two of them. Mm-hmm. And we had, what, a Pac, uh, Promo backstage or wherever he was. Another one of those crazy edited yeah. fucking Pac promos that we've seen before. Yeah. I think one of the first yeah. ones when we were there live. Mm-hmm. It was dope. We had uh, Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix got hurt in this match. Yeah, he did. He uh, did a springboard con Tipolillo off the top rope and like he didn't go out as much as he went up and then he went down and like nobody was even close to catching him and he just splatted on the ground yeah and uh fucked up his hip and his knee right um they didn't know how bad but um it's enough that he's at least not going to be able to participate in Mm -hmm. uh Sundays or Saturdays ladder match tonight for us last night for you buds Uh, he's being replaced by Joey Janela. I guess we can just mention that here while we're mm-hmm. at it. Which is dope. And then, yeah, of course, we'll redo our wants and wills when we get there at the yeah. end of the show here. So Yeah. Um, and Andy's still end up picking the win. Yeah, he did get the, the victory win. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they did some teases with the ladder with SCU coming out and Kip Sabian coming out and Jimmy Havoc. and <clears throat> Yeah. Best yeah, friends they all were out, out there. And everybody and, was flipping and diving and right. good times were hanging. Ladder and yeah. Ladders and chairs, tables and stairs. Right. Oh my. Oh my. Oh um, me. Yeah. And then we had Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker and Nyla Rose. And we also had our second injury of the evening here. Yeah. 
Uh, the two, the two faces suplex Nyla Rose onto uh, Britt Baker sitting in the corner, right onto her knee. And as of the last update I had saw, they thought it was a torn ACL, Ooh. which could be up that's to like, nine months. I was gonna say that's six to nine months. Yeah, that's up to nine months, which sucks balls because yeah. she was just getting to be fire with her promos and was like really building the strong. Like I, I begged for fucking characters in the women's division. They finally get one, and then they fucking hurt her. Right. God damn it! Sucks. It does. But um, as long but, as I still get her on my TV cutting these fire promos, I was it's gonna all say good. yeah. But, that's what they need to do is she needs to still cut promos. Just like Austin did when he was hurt. Yep. Um, you can cut yeah. back the frequency of them, but... Yeah. Could you imagine... Oh, it would be a dope promo. Like, when she can get back to, like, dentist work. Mm-hmm. You know? And she's standing there, like, working on someone's teeth with a fucking busted knee and cutting a promo. That would be That would be dope. dope. Um, so Penelope Ford will be taking her place against mm-hmm. Chris Stantlander tonight at Double or Nothing. Right. You buds probably know that if you watched it last night. It's true. And if you didn't, now you know. Yep. And if you don't know, then you don't know. Right. Um, and then Marvez uh, tried to, or came up to Moxley and um, tried to talk to him and yeah, Moxley cut a promo about how they're creepy dudes and get masks and things like that. Yes. Um, Referencing the Dark Order, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. And then Sean Spears did a Sean Spears News and to tell us that Dustin Rhodes is retiring. Which was fantastic. And then yeah. he challenged Dustin Rhodes for a match because he didn't have a match. Right. And then he was like, now you got to figure out how to make it happen, AEW. And yeah. I actually thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, I liked it. Was it. Good. I enjoyed it. Um, and then our main event. Main event. The Spanish God, Matt Hardy. Or, yeah, Matt Hardy. The Spanish God, Matt Hardy versus Broken Sammy Guevara. This was the match um, of the week for me. Yeah, this was fantastic. This was fucking amazing. I I, yeah. They're both really good. Yeah. Matt Hardy did pick up the victory, but then the camera quickly cuts to inner circle with mm-hmm. Kenny Omega like tied up to a fucking right. goalpost of the Jacksonville Stadium. Yeah. And Hager uh, hits him in the face with a bucket of water to him. Hits Omega in the face with a bucket of water to kind of wake him up from everybody and just beat the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. Jericho just goes to town on him with that baseball bat to the ribs. So Matt Hardy runs to the rescue. Then out of nowhere, the Bucks show up. And this is the third injury of the night. They jump off the... um, the yeah. wall that separates the end zone of the football field from the fans in the end zone. And on the way down, Matt Hardy broke a rib. Well, they think it's a broken rib. Yeah. He has not been replaced, so maybe he is going to be able to go in the match. Right. Yeah, um, they taped it last, or Friday night. Yeah. So. So, we shall yeah, see. We'll see. And then, um, the heels end up, of course, getting the upper hand again because Omega's already been beat the fuck out of, mm-hmm. and Matt Hardy just had a pretty trying match with Sammy yeah. Guevara. And it was still 5-on-4. And then you see the speck all the way out <laughs> of the fucking end zone. The other end zone, And yeah. it's just growing and growing and growing, and all of a sudden you realize this is Hangman Page, and <laughs> right. he just did a 100-yard dash in 10 fucking seconds in cowboy boots <laughs> to just fucking lariat the shit out of Jake Hager. Yeah. And it was like the best thing I've it seen was. on my TV in so fucking long. It was so 
fucking oh, great. Oh, it was great. Yeah. I'm so glad Hangman's back. Me too. And I'm to see finally, him. the inner circle thought better yeah. of the situation, retreated, and yep. Hangman just walked away from the rest of them afterwards, he as did. he's wont to do. Yeah. So I loved it. I'm glad this is. I'm glad to see him back. I'm mm-hmm. really excited to see what happens with so this match. So for this match, yeah, it's gonna be excellent. I agree. So. That was AEW. Yeah, it was. Good show. And that takes us on to NXT. NXT. Yeah. Cousin Cousin. Started off with Karrion uh, Cross with uh, Scarlet coming down to the ring. God, this is such a fucking fire entrance. Um, and he took on Liam Gray. Obviously killed him in like two moves. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Real quick. Yeah. Uh, someone just donated $40,000 to Shad's GoFundMe campaign. Oh, uh, under an anonymous. It? Oh, okay. There's been another. Nice. There was another one. I say, I saw, Tony did a bunch. Tony he did, did at like, least ten grand that I saw. Yeah, and, and then, Cody did one. Um, and then there was somebody that put under a fake name of like Cameo Famio or something mm-hmm. like that. Did another ten grand. Nice. So that's dope. Thank you all for not being dicks. Right. <laughs> um, See, yeah. we can be cool. Right. So we just need to be this way yeah. all the time. Um. Anyway. But anyway, Carrying Cross picks up the win pretty quickly. And then Champa comes, comes out, out. This was cool. Introduces too. himself. Um, they, yeah, this was a hell of a promo. I'm really I'm this. so excited for this match. Yeah, and we're gonna get yeah these two at the takeover in June seventh. Cross's in entrance house. is fucking dope, right. man. I know. Aiden was pretty blown away by it. He hadn't seen it because mm-hmm. he missed whatever we. Yeah, he's he a fucking on. beast. I like. I didn't realize quite how big he was until I saw him standing face right. to face with Champa, and then I was like, oh shit, yeah. okay. Big boy. Notice yeah. later on. And I liked how they didn't touch either. Like, mm-hmm. that's good. Build um, the tension, man. Right. Yeah, I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship Tournament match. Uh, El Hijo del Fantasma versus Akira Tozawa. Yeah, Fantasma picks up the victory yeah. and the block. Yeah. Yeah, he, he won his, his block, block outright. So he's going to the finals. Yeah. And so this is a good match. Yeah, it was. I was cheering for Tozawa, but right, it's not to be. Nope. But it drops Tozawa to two and one, and uh, yeah, made things uh, very interesting in the uh, other block this evening. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then we had a oh Thatcher challenged Matt Riddle to a match. Yes. Where you can only win by knockout or tap out. Yes. So that should be fucking fun, too. Yeah, we'll get to more of that later. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, then we got a video package with uh, Shotzi, Blackheart, mm-hmm. in a fucking tank. Because tanks don't give a shit. It was cheesy, but it was dope. It was fucking great. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then she ran over some cars and said it's just like the other women of NXT and... Uh, and we got Mia Yim taking on Santana Garrett. Mm-hmm. Mia Yim won yeah, pretty quickly. Yes. Um, but then Gargano and Candice LeRae came out. And, you know, LeRae was talking shit. And they came down to the ring. Yim knocked Gargano down. and Candice hit her Candace from behind. Hit her, right. And then Keith Lee came down. and He came to the rescue. Right. So, I wonder if we're going to get... Keith Lee mix match mix match at one point mm-hmm. most likely so <coughs> um, take over in your house yeah and then Cameron Grimes 
uh, cut a promo bragging about him beating Balor last week. And Which is true. It's true. He did win. Yeah. One, two, three. You know. Just you one know. of the greatest NXT champions. First ever Universal Champion. It's dope. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't have done it without Damian Priest, mm-hmm. I don't think. But, that's yeah. beside the point. Right. Uh, we got Roderick Strong versus Dexter Loomis. This was dope. This was really fun. This was good. fantastic. Um, and I loved... Yeah, so Roddy ends up picking the win up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love the ending because, yeah, afterwards, you know, Roddy's celebrating. Loomis comes and gets him in that fucking, like, chokehold thing that he has yep. that he does. And the rest of uh, Undisputed Air come down and just keep kicking Loomis. And he, and he wouldn't let go. Fucking wouldn't just yep. looking at him. It was great. It was fucking fantastic. That was fantastic. Yeah. I loved it. Um... Then we got Oni Larkin and Danny Birch versus Everrise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larkin and Birch won pretty quick. So yes. That's pretty dope. Yes. Always glad to see those guys on my mm-hmm. telly. Yeah. Show up, kick ass, leave. Yep, they did. Mm-hmm. Oni rules. He does. Um, This was probably my match of the week. Okay. Uh, I can't blame you. Cruiserweight Championships match. Kushida versus Drake Maverick. This is the Kushida yeah. I've been looking for in NXT. Right. This is the Kushida I heard about in Japan. Yeah, finally. And this was fucking. I, he needed yeah. a good opponent to bring it out of him, and Drake Maverick's right. been excellent. Yeah, and, and just like, Drake Maverick picks up the fucking win, right? For a three-way tie yeah. at the top right. of the A block. Yeah, him, Kushida, and uh, Kira Tozawa. Mm. Isn't it Tozawa? No, no, it's uh, Jones. Is that his fucking name? Oh, okay. Oh, Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas, yes. Kushida, Jake Atlas. That's right. Because that was in B-Block. Because he already yeah, wrestled earlier in the night. Yeah. yeah. Because that was also 2-1. Yes. Right. But but he lost head-to-head. To El, El Fantasma. El Fantasma yeah. won but yeah, I love it. Because, like, to me, this, this match was all about the story, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I love a good story. The moves were great, too. But um, just when, you know, Kushida looks like he's damn near breaking... Maverick's arm and he just won't give up and he's mm-hmm. screaming like you know don't stop it don't stop it and it, oh it was so good he ends up getting it with a roll up right? but it wasn't I just a care. cheap out of nowhere roll up no. he had him in another arm bar or whatever mm-hmm. and he managed to roll him up yeah reverse and I don't think Kushida quite realized mm-hmm. his shoulders were on the mat and the ref was counting until yeah. it was too late and Maverick picked up the victory Yeah, I and Atlas that. came out to like celebrate because Atlas had been cheering him mm-hmm. on through all this yeah. I can't believe they worked just by firing somebody. It's fucked up. Right. Good story, though. Yeah, it is a good story. I love it. I yeah, hope I'm he, a sucker I hope he wins story. all of it. But this was good. All of it. And that was NXT. Um, no, oh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. wasn't. No, we had more. Yeah, we did. Because there was Damian Priest. Yeah, and we haven't even gotten to Charlotte yet. Right. And then we had Ia versus Ia. EO versus Rhea. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. That um, was the main event. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Flair came out and mm-hmm. beat up Shirai. And we're going to get a triple threat for the title at TakeOver. So. TakeOver in your house. Yeah. I am stoked. I'm stoked to see what they do with that because they got to be doing something special. I hope they get a house away. I hope, I hope it's like a 10-year-old that wins it. Right. I hope every... I, well, I think we said it. I said it last week. I want everyone to be in a house. Like, just in someone's fucking house. Um, alright, yeah, and that was that one. Yeah, the next thing, and that takes us to SmackDown Live, mm-hmm. sister, sister. Yep. Uh, oh, the show opened up with, um, Miz and Morrison, uh, making fun of Braun 
mm-hmm. and stuff. And then Braun came down. And this was pretty funny because uh, Morrison Morrison was just hilarious throughout this whole thing. Morrison's um, always fantastic, right? though. When's me bad? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, he ends up. He was challenging. The reason I watched Impact for a while was him. Right. He um, he ends up challenging Braun to a match yeah. for the Miz. And he's sitting there talking about it, and the Miz is like, no, like the whole time he's like, no, no, I'm not. Like, I don't want to face him, no. And yeah, it was really good. Um, I like those two together. And then Braun ended up beating the Miz decently quickly, but then the Morrison challenged him to, we're going to have a two on one handicap match for the Universal title. For if they win, Miz and Morrison will be like co-universal champions. Is that and like is I that Raw or is that SmackDown next week or is that like no, that's the next pay per view? Is Backlash mm-hmm. the next one? When's that? June, I'm guessing. Probably, maybe it's the eighth. I don't know. The day after Takeover, possibly. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, but it may not be. I don't know. Um, I mean, with crowd without crowds, you don't really have to do them on back to back days anymore. Right. They should do it on a Saturday. Yeah. I wish. Me too. Um, we got Intercontinental Championship Tournament match. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I heard this um, was worth watching. Yeah. It always is. And it had no low blows. So that's a plus. Who won? Um, AJ. Okay. AJ beat uh, Nakamura. I'm not surprised. No. But I, I imagine I this figured, tournament was for AJ to win this belt. Yeah. Um, Considering it's like the only one he hasn't won in WWE. Right. Singles. Anyways. Right. Um, and they did announce before this... Uh, that um, AJ is going to be permanently on SmackDown. And they kind of did like the Brock Lesnar thing, like for someone to be named later, okay. basically. And I really think they're um, uh, playing up, um, or this is AJ's the star power they needed because of Roman being gone and yeah. I think that's why they're doing it and plus AJ just feels right on Smackdown I mean it's his house he took a little vacation now he's back he's home so um, I'm pretty stoked about it it does make me more interested in Smackdown because yeah. I really like AJ Styles right so there's that and then I don't know if it was right after but I'm pretty sure uh, then AJ cut a promo still talking about The Undertaker and stuff I think that was right Which, after the match yeah which I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked for because I'm trying to find. Maybe they'll do a. Has the Undertaker slam. right? Uh, I'm hoping Survivor Series, like last match. Okay. Because here's what I'm thinking: Has the Undertaker ever won the Intercontinental Championship? Not that I can recall. But he's won like everything else. No, I don't think he's ever been U.S. champion. Yeah. But he's been World Heavyweight and WWE. Right. He's never been Universal, yeah, but, but. Whatever. But I would, yeah. I would love to see it before the Intercontinental, like, Undertaker's like, you know, everyone calls me the best, the workhorse. One last run. And this is the workhorse title, and, you know. He wins it from AJ Styles, of all people. No, I think he loses and retires at Survivor Series 30th anniversary. Because it's, this Survivor Series is his 30th, the 30th yeah. anniversary. Of his okay, debut, debut with fucking Brother Love. 90, right. So, I think that would be fantastic. Aiden watched part of the Last Ride documentary with me mm-hmm. and fell in love with The Undertaker when he was doing the purple gloves and boot things when he had the purple. 
He thought the purple was so dope looking, and I was like, right. I know, man. It we grew up with that shit. We know. Okay. So <laughs> I just looked it up. He has never held the... I didn't think so. Yeah, so. Um, then we got uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey, Champion vs. Champion, yes. NXT Women's Champion Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Bailey ends up winning with a roll-up. Yes. Uh, the first of the night. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Um... Yeah, and then she got a promo with, like, Sasha afterwards and uh, said that, um, Sasha, you thought I couldn't win and, like, just kind of rubbing it in her face. Right. So, they're teasing it a little bit more. More and more. Uh-huh. It's going to be a slow burn, and I love mm-hmm. it. Yep. They don't do no slow burns Yeah. in WWE anymore. Um, we got a mixed tag match, Ziggler and Sonya Deville versus Otis and Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. Um and DeVille ended up pinning Rose after a knee strike. Okay. And then um, he went to check on... Otis went to check on Mandy and got super kicked in the by Ziggler. Okay. So, this still isn't over. We got a promo from the Forgotten Sons. Uh, I forgot about them. That was um, forgettable. They're anti-American. Yeah, though. they're anti-American and... Because they served not... in the war and got ridiculed. And I'm like, you guys aren't old enough to be in the Vietnam War. No. Uh, Iraq, probably. Or whatever. Soldiers didn't get ridiculed from that one. Because we are not because we understand that it wasn't them. It's fucking... Right, but they're still, they're still come, they still came back, like, fucked up. And a lot of them came well, back yeah, but and things like that. It was more about them being ridiculed by people than them not being able yeah. to get a job because of PTSD. So, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I forgot. Um, and then main event. Main event! Another Intercontinental Championship tournament match. Yes. Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. I heard this was pretty and decent, too. Yeah, until Jeff Hardy won with a goddamn roll-up. Why not? Out of right. nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and then there was some weird stuff between Sheamus and Michael Cole after the match. They're going to have a match. So, Isn't Michael Cole still undefeated at WrestleMania? Yeah, that's yeah. true. So there you go. Sheamus wants to take that from him. He's going to break the streak. I guess. And that was SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Yeah. And that takes us to Sunday Night Heat, April 25th, 1999. Started off, we had Meat with Jacqueline, Ryan Shamrock, and Terry Reynolds taking on Brian Christopher with, of course, you know, Scotty Too Hot in his corner. Right. And uh, Meat won that match. Nice. Then we had the Hardy Boys uh, with Michael Hayes taking on nice. Blue Meanie and Goldust in a tag team match. Good. Yeah. And Blue De- Meanie and Goldust uh, lost that one. Okay. And then we saw Midian, unnaked Midian, mm. with the big boss man, Bradshaw, Farouk, and Viscera, taking on <laughs> Mr. McMahon with Gerald nice. Briscoe and Pat Patterson. On Sunday Night Heat. And it was in a no contest. Yeah. Um, Vincent Mann got his fucking ankle hurt. Mm. And later on in the night, later on in the night, what do you mean that was the main event of Sunday Night Heat, pal? It was, because I also watched Over the Edge 1999. Oh, nice. You know what pay-per-view that is? Yeah. That's one I wouldn't die that. Yeah. You know what else happened on that pay per view? Mm. Yeah, me neither. That's why I watched it. I haven't. Uh, I haven't watched it since I watched it live. So because if you want to yeah. go, obviously I the Owen Hard Dark of the Rain came out. Yeah. So I watched it because of that I knew it was mm-hmm. all cut out. I watched too. it live. It was so fucking. They do have a um, thing at the beginning of the show and in mm-hmm. memory of Owen Hart. Yeah. Whatever. But honestly, without that, it was a decent pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, opening match, tag team champions, X-Pac and Kane 
defending against D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry with Ivory. Nice. This is right shortly after Triple H left DX. Okay. And uh, as you'll see later on, the New Age Outlaws just broke up as well. So this okay. is right when all that's happening. Uh, after that, we saw Al Snow, um, the hardcore champion, along with Head and Pierre, nice. defeat Hardcore Holly for the hardcore championship. Um, that's when we were supposed to have the Godfather versus the Blue Blazer for the Intercontinental Championship. Mm. Um, after that, we had Nicole Bass and, as I called earlier, Val Venus, nice. uh, defeating Deborah and Jeff Jarrett in a mixed tag team match. And, um, then we saw Billy Gunn defeat the Road Dog. Uh, the Union, Big Show, Ken Shamrock, Mankind, and Test, what a fucking team, defeated the Corporate Ministry of Big Boss Man, Farouk, Bradshaw, and Viscera in a very forgettable match. Nice. The Rock defeated Triple H, uh, by disqualification, thanks to China, in a singles match. And The Undertaker with Paul Bear defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin, for the WWE Championship, and this match was supposed to have Shane and Vince as special guest referees, mm-hmm. and uh, Pat Patterson came down at one point because Shane wasn't calling it fairly, mm. and because this was like a month before it was me, Austin, it was me all along, so you right. didn't know Vince was involved yet. Yeah, and then they bump him out of the way, and Briscoe comes down after Shane gets bumped to also try and help make sure that Stone Cold wins because they don't want Stone Cold to be the champion, but they would rather Stone Cold than Undertaker have the belt. Right. Because Undertaker tried to abduct and marry Stephanie into the right. Ministry, Ministry of Darkness. Yeah. <sighs> fucking, these stories are so fucking dope. Right? Look how complex this is. Yeah. Do this now. Right. Like, fuck. And then Vince McMahon, broken ankle and all, hobbles his way down the ring to count the three so Stone Cold Steve Austin could retain but instead, he got fucked and beat up, and Undertaker ended up winning the belt. So nice. there you go. Yeah. Good times. And that takes us on to number 66, mm-hmm. Kushida. Kushida. As we continue our top 100 countdown yeah. of the last decade. Where was yours from? Uh, 2017. But it was 18, too. I'm going first. I watched uh, Kushida, who was the winner of the B Block in the Best of the Super Junior Mist- Junior Tournament take on the winner of the A Block, William Osprey. Uh, again, this was Best of the Super Juniors 24. This was mm-hmm. the final of 2017. Right off bat, you know you're in for a good time because you got JR and Josh Barnett on the call. Uh, Kushida comes into this match as the Ring of Honor television champion, so oh, nice. that was kind of neat. Um, he won with Back to the Future, so good match. Mm-hmm. He won the Best of the Super Juniors and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, this is the Kushida everybody talked about, and I see what they fucking talked about. Yeah. It's all the shit that I, it's not WWE stuff. They won't let him do it. I can, right. That's why he's not the same and why we haven't seen from him what we thought we were going to get out of this guy. This guy's fucking amazing. Yeah. This is one of the best matches I've ever, like, I literally text you right after mm-hmm. I watched it, and I'm not even kidding. This up ranks with, like, Sean Undertaker matches to me. This is up there, other than the second of their matches, the Okada Omega yeah. series, because two was so fucking good. Right. That's probably my favorite match ever. Me too. Um, this is up there. Yeah. I actually told BJ if Meltzer didn't give this five stars, he didn't watch it, and it was. This was a five-star match, and nice. it definitely deserved it. It's just fucking amazing. Right. He's, he's the best. I don't think he's one, though. I think Brock Lesnar is still number one, okay. because... 
Kushida's a better wrestler, but who's the bigger draw here? Right. Kushida's never drawn what Brock Lesnar draws. No, but... Um, Brock Lesnar is just... I don't know. This one's hard. Right. And it's going to get harder at 65 at the end of the podcast, too. So, how about your match, BJ? Um, I watched Kushida versus Bushi um, from Defiant uh, when they did that World Cup tournament last year or two years ago. 2018, Um, So, they were obviously in the Japanese Japan block of this. Um, And, yeah, same. It was a really good match. There was actually uh, four finishes in this match, uh, which was really cool. I enjoyed it. So, like, Bushi went for the Green Mist okay. on um, Kushida. Kushida. And Kushida ducked out of the way, and he sprayed. He ended up spraying the mist into the referee's eyes. And then Kushida went to hit... Um, Bushi and Babushi ducked out of the way, so Kushida knocked the referee the fuck out, which led to a roll up for a ten count. Um, that's what the crowd counted. Bushi rolled up right after that. Bushi rolled up Kushida. Okay. The crowd counted to ten, and then Kushida um, got uh, Bushi into a submission move, and he tapped out, but the ref was still down. Okay. Um, and then, uh, Bushi hit his finisher and got another, the crowd counted like five or six and the referee was still out. Damn. Right. And then finally, uh, the referee gets back in. Kushida gets, uh, into, uh, the submission, uh, his submission again and back finally gets, yeah, back to the future and finally gets the tap out. So nice. for the win, nice. um, no, this was an excellent match also. Um, not five stars, but solid four. This, I mean, um, Osprey versus Bushi is right, right. Or, yeah. Because we exactly. haven't got to Osprey yet on this list. No. And you know he's going to be farther along. He's yeah. fucking amazing. He's 50. Um, I'm actually surprised Zack Sabre Jr. was this far back, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that being said, yeah, he's the best wrestler. And, yeah, it's... And it is kind of hard to look at this between Brock Lesnar and him. And him, but, but it, I mean, those are that's where one and two are right now. Right. I don't know in which order, but as we stand through the first sixty-six wrestlers, right. well, the last of the sixty, whatever you know yeah. what I mean. So yeah, yeah. Uh, news and rumors news and or rumors. All right, I'll go as always. I actually remembered mm-hmm. to save some shit this week. Nice. So um, let's see, fuck, we talked about a lot of the shit on my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh. Rhea Ripley um, is quoted this week as uh, coming off whatever, saying that um, originally when they brought her in to face Shayna Baszler, it was supposed to be just a one-off loss. And her pop was so insanely huge that they actually changed their mind just based upon the pop she got when she came out the first time to face Shayna. They changed their whole mind about the whole deal. Nice. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, That's dope. Michael Mansuri, the vice president of global television production, mm-hmm. who is believed to be the heir apparent to Kevin Dunn, has left the company, apparently back in April. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's been going on that any time they have someone who they see as a potential successor to Kevin Dunn, apparently their life gets so difficult that they ended up quitting yeah. or getting fired. So. Yeah, because events, I guess, he's so... Um, critical of them because Kevin Dunn's been his right-hand man for... 20-some years. He sucks, though. Like, Kevin Dunn sucks. But But then again, 
I guess not because that's the thing is he sucks for me because we want a wrestling show and Vince McMahon doesn't want a wrestling show. No. He wants an entertainment program. Exactly. And we want wrestling shows. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, we already talked about Ray being out. We already talked about Britt Baker being out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had apparently... Shit. Why don't you go and if I got okay. anything left when we're done because I apparently accidentally closed out on my shit so, um, on the interwebs. So, Leo Rush has been talking some shit about Mark Henry. And the more I hear, Mark Henry's kind of a dick. Oh, um, yeah, dude. Mark Henry's yeah. totally being a dick in this. And he's now threatening to sue for um, defamation and defamation of character or something Leo to Leo Rush and, like, whatever. He's kind of, yeah, he recorded this video and he's just being a dick. And it's because Leo Rush wouldn't be their bitches. Mm-hmm. You know, why should he be carrying Bobby Lashley's bags and shit like that? Fuck them. Right. I No, I agree with that 100%. It's also apparently um, Mark Henry's podcast and stuff where he's been sounding off on a lot of this shit. Mm-hmm. He's been struggling pretty pretty rough lately. Good. And apparently this is all, they think it's all ploy on Henry's part just to try and build some heat so he gets more listeners listening to a show because of the controversy. So basically he's trying to be a different version, a more modern version of Jim Fournette. Okay. Except, you know, the downside of Cornette, you get some yeah. racist, misogynist views sometimes. Right. Even though I truly don't think that's his intent mm. and it's ignorance that doesn't excuse it. No. So, what else you got for us this week? Um, Alexa Bliss has confirmed that apparently... You know, AEW is getting an actual test every week for people. WWE apparently is not. That's all that. They're doing a doctor evaluation and a temperature check, and that's it. Like, The thing is about the temperature check, though, if you're doing a real temperature check, that's one thing. They're doing forehead scans. I could go stand in the sun for five minutes and my temperature on my forehead could go over 99.6 degrees. Like, that doesn't mean anything. The other problem is... You're getting this two weeks before there's any fucking symptoms to it. Right. Whatever. Um, I didn't have that. I found the rest of my shit. Okay. I had that one too. Um, I imagine you're going to cross off most of the rest most of it. Most of it, yeah. Uh, well, this one you actually texted me about, um, so you probably had it, but uh, Ricky Starks has left the NWA. Yep. Um, contract expired, I guess. And, yeah. So he's out. I did see that this is not... Permanent, permanent? That they are still in talks, but his contract expired and they haven't reached an agreement yet. Oh, okay. But they are still, there is still conversations apparently between Starks and the NWA. They just haven't come to nice. an agreement. Yeah, I would like to have him come back. Like, yeah, me too. I like I like him there and I think he needs to stay there for a little while. Um, They'll help polish off that character. Yeah. Uh, I know we talked about it before, but, you know, the revival. Change their name to the Revolt is what it looks like. And then there was a team in North Carolina that was also going by the Revolt. Um, I think we talked about it on here. Yeah, and fuck, we know one of them. I just can't think of who it is now. Yeah, either way. Um, but they uh, they had did the, the more indie Revolt uh, sent a cease and desist mm-hmm. to FTR. Yep. Um, and then the, the FTR said that um, they never actually planned on using it as a team name. So, yes, it was just more of a 
temporary thing, I guess. Yep. Did you have their other cease and desist with the revolt? Uh-uh. Or the revival, whatever the fuck? Mm-mm. They received one from WWE as well. They had um, made a couple modifications to the ridiculous clown outfit costume shit that WWE did, oh, okay. put out for them. Yeah. And they had put it out on a t-shirt in PWI or on PWI. Oh, on uh, Pro Wrestling Tees and they had to mm-hmm. pull it down because they got a cease and desist from WWE. I didn't see that one. That's so, I had that on my notes too. Um, so. Alright. Yeah. Ember Moon uh, said on backstage that she may have a career ending injury. Which would be super fucking sad. Um, I don't know if she said what it was. I couldn't find anything about what it was, so I don't know. And I don't remember. I I knew she was hurt, but I didn't know what. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought she had a concussion, which makes sense, I guess. Right, yeah. Ric Flair has signed a new WWE contract. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously not a wrestling contract, but, you know, one of those fancy Legends deals. So, that's pretty dope. And the last thing I have, which is actually just a pretty cool thing. So, this guy, and when things open back up, I kind of want to go. Um, this guy in West Virginia, um, he lost his job to COVID, um, got laid off and stuff, and decided that he is now going to be opening up a wrestling-themed burger joint. I did see that. Yep. I um, as well. So... And they had some pictures of, like, a burger that he had, which is ridiculous. Like, the one is, like, two grilled cheeses with, like, four burger patties, a giant big fucking onion, and cheese and huh. shit. It looks pretty dope. Um, like It's only in West Virginia. Right. I know. And for us, yeah, it'd be, I think it's in Charleston, so, I mean, it's not that far. I have family there. Right. So, you know. Um, I can invite my aunt to, to dinner. There we go. Get her a fancy wrestling burger. Wrestling burger. My grandpa was still into wrestling. It's only like half an hour from there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sucks it's a half hour out of the way for us to go to Charleston. Right. It's like south of Charleston, so we'd have to go past the burger place to get him. But right. if he still watched wrestling, that'd be dope to take him to that. Yeah. I would, too. It'd be totally worth it. Yeah. I wish he still watched. You said that was the last thing you had? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um... PW uh, Insiders, uh, some reports on some other wrestling organizations near futures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, MLW is uh, expected to announce a deal pretty soon for a major streaming service uh, okay. and their availability to that. So that's kind of something that's they're going to be doing here soon. Yeah, I'm curious to see, because with Master P taking over and everything, what I'm really happens? curious to see what he tries to do with it. Me too. What he can, you know, Me too. bring it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited, and he's, I mean, it's weird, but he's actually been involved in wrestling since, like, the 90s, yeah. so yeah. the No Limit Soldiers back in the shit WCW stuff. Right. I mean, yeah, and he's been make, making them say, uh, since then. Yeah, no, 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 no. Ring of Honor has yet to make any decision on when their live events will resume, so that's the current status. Ring of Honor, nothing's changed. Okay. Uh, Observer Newsletter notes that SummerSlam situation is continuing to not look promising because Vince wants the show with fans, and that's probably not going to happen, especially in Boston. And as I know, my boss lives in Boston, and they have no sign of anything opening up anytime soon as it stands right now in Boston, apparently. So it's worse some places than others. Right. 
Um, Ember Moon, we talked about Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Fox is expected to continually heavy leaning on WWE for content on FS1. Okay. And, uh, you know, light of the current pandemic and lack of live television right. uh, that exists. And with WWE having such a vast library and ready-made shows for television on the network already with all right. their, like, um, the fuck are their documentary series called? 365s and the 24-7s and the... The older ones um, uh, that I were mean, on, like, DVD uh, back yeah. in the day. I want to say Beyond the Ring, but that's not it. Yeah. They all have different... Well, they all had different... There's, like, they yeah, there's tons of them. Scott Hall and right. Kay, Randy Orton. Is, that's how I learned about a lot of the guys from mm-hmm. the fucking post-attitude era when I got back into wrestling were all those documentaries because I'm like who the fuck's Randy Orton and then I watched it and I'm like okay Randy Orton did some really cool shit who the fuck's John Cena and I watched it and I'm like John Cena sucks but he did some really cool shit who the fuck's Batista and I'm like man that's a gay tattoo but Batista's fucking dope motherfucking animal bitches so Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, updated Double or Nothing Watson Wills Mm -hmm. we got a I think one new match added to the card, and then the one some, new match the and two changes. Two changes. Mm-hmm. So let's cover those. What uh, we want will be the here. new match is uh, Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears. Um, I, I want Dustin because he's mm-hmm. fucking Dustin, but will Sean? Sean needs to win this match. He should win this match. Yeah. I hope he wins this match. I just want Dustin for my own selfish reasons. Yeah, I'm a big I, fan of the natural. Yeah, I kind of agree. I do want Dustin. I'm I'm more up in the air about it um, for who should win, but I do think Sean is gonna win. I think um, Sean needs this win more than Dustin does. Yeah, but Dustin hasn't had it. I mean, well, he had that first round win for his career, or whatever. Uh, Plus, aren't him and QT still undefeated in that's the tag team division? Yeah. So. Well, that's what you do. You finally no Dustin wins because maybe QT helps or something, and then that leads to Sean finally get his tag team partner that. And then he beats. Mm, maybe. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Or the other way around. That's how I was thinking was the other way he around. He gets his tag team partner and it helps him beat Dustin. Which leads to a feud with him and QT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's how I was thinking. Yeah. You're and right. then he gets that win, which, I mean, Sean needs right. a win. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. He's only You're one right. against squashers on dark that I can sure. think of. And yeah. usually he loses his matches because it's with his tag team partner. So, right. yeah. Nope, you're right. Then we have the two changes. Uh, changes. And plus, well, we got eight of the nine for the last match now. That's true, yeah. So, the so final is Darby, Cole Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Joey Janela, Scorpio Sky, Kit Stavian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and then the mystery competitor. Yes. I'm going to go one and Will Pock. Yeah. I'm um, going all in on Pac. I know it's the wrong show, but fuck it. Double or nothing. All in on Pac. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> I do agree with show. you. I do agree with you that the mystery competitor should be Pac. However, I don't think he's good. I don't think or want him to win. Okay. Um, I think and want Darby Allen Because okay. I want a Darby Allen Moxley match. It would be dope. And I don't think... Whoever wins this is going to even come close to winning the match. But I think a good 20-25-minute match with Moxley for the title, even if Darby loses, is... Darby's going to... Whoever's going to lose, I think. That's the downside, because I don't see Moxley dropping that belt anytime soon. 
And um, if he does, honestly, it's probably going to be back to Jericho. That's true. Which is it's right. actually kind of cool how they've done a really good job of like distracting us from the fact that right. Jericho should want his belt back and like doesn't even give a right. shit because now he just wants to fuck up the fucking elite. Yeah. Because um, they're stopping him. Like once he they're out of the way, then he'll receive power and they'll be unstoppable. I think that's the plan. Yeah. But I think you get Mop Pac with he comes out with a, a feud out of this. Um, okay. I don't know who, but. Orange. Yeah, back to orange. That would be good. Pay off that one. Yeah. So, yeah, that should be, be dope. Um, yeah, and then our other change was the women's match. Yeah, uh, Penelope Ford coming in for Ray right Baker against, against Chris. Chris. I'm going to say want more Chris, probably. Yeah, same here. So, same here. Seems like they're pushing her a bit more than Penelope yeah. at this point. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. This this thing I'm looking at, um, picking Brian Cage. Oh. To win the bladder match. That could be cool. Right? So. As long as I don't have to hear his girlfriend or wife or... Oh, God. Whoever. Yeah. yeah. From the fucking Twitch streams. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't stand Like, it. I just watched what happened. I don't right. need you to fucking tell me. That's why I quit watching it. Me too. Like, I watched for like three, four weeks straight and I had all of intentions, but she was annoying the fuck I was muting it. <laughs> God. Because I was always doing something else. Right. I got my... <laughs> Xbox One controller to work with Windows. I didn't know they made it super easy to do now. It's mm-hmm. super easy and it just yeah. works. So I was playing American Truck Simulator with my super oh, nice. upgraded Elite Xbox One controller. Right. And then tomorrow my cord's coming so I can hook my computer up to the big screen in the living room. Oh, yeah. And nice. so I got Darksiders 1 and 2 on my computer and mm-hmm. Aiden has 3 on the Xbox. So I'm nice. going to play through all three of them and I'll have the same... I won't have to learn to go from mouse and keyboard after the first two games over did to the you one see, for uh, Did you see Civ 6 is free this I got time? it. Did you? Yeah, I started a game yesterday. Nice. Um, I just didn't have a whole lot of time to play because I had to take my kids home. what but. is it? What's next weekend? It's something big, but I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I know it's Ark the... The last weekend. I've gotten... And I already have ARC. I don't, but I will. I'm, I've am i gotten 23 free video games nice. on my computer since the day Ohio closed. Oh, wow. That's dope. Which was... Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. On to 65. Number 65, Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. You get to go first this time, BJ. I watched Zack Sabre Jr., Versus Ricochet. I almost watched that um, one. In, I don't know, I think 2017 at a WCPW we'll show. We'll talk about Ricochet later, too. Um, but, fuck, dude. I bet this I mean, you know me. I fucking love Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, yeah. Like, if I'm not getting a really, really good story in the ma- in a match, this is my favorite type of I match. want these technical back-and-forth right. masterpieces right. of physical... Yeah, athleticness. Didn't leave the, the ring call. once, like, but yet it was just nonstop, and I, uh, it was just so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I just so fucking like the reversals between these two and the submission moves and the the just perfect timed flips that made sense and no standing around waiting to catch someone or and like. And the joint manipulation by Zack Sabre mm-hmm. Jr. He's one of the best and at it. Like him and Pete Dunne. Him and Pete Dunne are the top two. And it's... Osprey's pretty solid at it too, though. Yeah. When it comes to like hands and arms, though, he right. focuses on upper body with that. Yeah. 
Um, Where's he going on the list is the hard question here. Dude, I... Right? I want to put a number one. Like, I really But you still have that Brock Lesnar problem. Right, but like... You know, Zack Sabre Jr. is the most... Him and Will Ospreay are the two most famous British people in all of Japan. That's true. Um, he's been the uh, Rev Pro British Heavyweight Champion for how long? Now? Right. He's held like every championship he's had available to him at yeah, one point or another. Exactly. Except for I don't think I the mean, man's ever wrestled a bad match. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a fight internally on this. Well, I mean, I got a couple weeks to right. get it down, but I'm with you. I do. I love me some Zack Saber Junior. Yeah. Like, I just I, he's fun to watch. I get it. I do want to say real quick that my Kushida Osprey match is mm-hmm. exactly what you just described. Yeah. Like, it was not what, there was not very much high flying. There mm-hmm. was very, it was all technical masterpiece, right. dude. It was fucking amazing. Right. There was uh, one, you know how Ricochet will do his like backhand spring, hit the yeah. ropes and come back. And Zack Sabre Jr. just like kicked one of his hands out from under him and he collapsed and it was just so well done. And like, because it, it was like one of those. If you were in this position and you caught it in time, mm-hmm. this is what you would do. You know what I yeah, mean? He, like, if this guy's flipping to me and he's on his fucking hands, yeah, I'm just going to kick his hand a little. It's that cleverness you know? that sets Zack Sabre Jr. apart. He right. Thing, those little things that he does like that, yeah. that just, like, is mind-boggling. Like, right. I would have never fucking thought of that. It's right. so genius, though. Like, right. how fucking smart is that shit? Yeah. When was your match from? I, didn't, I don't... 17. 17? Okay. Yeah. Mine was from 14. Okay. Um, and you could tell. It okay. was like watching a Zack Sabre Jr. in slight slow motion, honestly. Okay. Like, he wasn't as quick and as smooth as he mm-hmm. became. Nor was Kyle O'Reilly, who was his opponent in this match. Yeah. Nice. This was from IPW UK, the Royal okay. Rewards, on May 25th. Okay. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly comes in as both the PWG champion nice. and as half of the Ring of Honor tag team champions. Nice. I imagine with Bobby Fish, considering... Who he partnered with for most yeah. of his career. Right. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. comes in as uh, one half of the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. I don't know with who from back in 14. I don't know yeah. what faction he was a part of back in the day. No, this was exactly what you expect from Zack Sabre Jr. and Kyle O'Reilly. This was mm-hmm. back and forth, technical wrestling, really well done. Uh, not as good as the Kushida Osprey match. Right. But. Zack Sabre Jr. is better than Kushida. Mm-hmm. I would rather watch Zack Sabre Jr. than Kushida. And that mm-hmm. was the, one of the best matches I've ever seen. Yeah. But I would... Zack Sabre Jr. always delivers. Every fucking time. I've never seen a match with him, whether it's a quick tag match, yeah. an eight-man tag match. If he's involved, it's going to be worth your time mm-hmm. to watch it. Yeah. That's something right. that, that New Japan does a good job of putting one of those guys in every faction... So that way, no matter what factions against what faction in eight-man matches, there's one guy you want to see every time from each right. faction, and that's the guy, like, he's that guy from mm-hmm. that faction. Yeah. Actually, in that faction, you've also got, obviously, Minoru Suzuki. Every right. time he's on my TV, you want to watch it, because who knows what the fuck he's going to do. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we got a couple weeks before we have to set, but it's... Yeah. It's him or Lesnar, mm-hmm. with then Kushida being... Maybe second or third, like because I don't know if Kushida goes ahead of Lesnar or not too. Right, they're both ahead of Champa and yeah. Ibushi. You right. know, yeah, for sure. I guess done. I agree with that. I mean, but... for sure. But like, mm-hmm. 
it's so different. It's apples and oranges. The comparison is not not equivalent to each other. Right. Join us next week, though, buds, as we talk about number 64, Christian! At last, he's on his own. And uh, number 63, EC3, Ethan Carter the third, yeah. which means I'm going to get to watch some more shitty TNA. Yeah. And Christian, which we watched Christian in our last Top 100 Countdown. Yeah, we Which did. you got Buds confined for free in the Bud Kives. Yeah. Every episode. There's 138 prior to this. Yeah. And also join us for a uh, little bud episode later this week. Yeah. That's going to feature BJ and Daryl talking about our thoughts on yeah. uh, Double or Nothing. Right. Tonight right for after. us, last night for you. We're going to yeah. record it right after the show. Yeah, because why the fuck not? And um, we haven't done one in a while. It's been a long while. Since we've done a little buttle sode. Buttle sode. Buttle sode. A little buttle sode. A little buttle beetle battle. Buttle beetle battle. <laughs> beetle battle battle. Right. Buggers. In a, oh, in a bottle. Know. Yeah. Message right. in a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah, you can uh, tell us what match you think we should watch or give us your opinions on the fucking matches we watch. Yeah. Or... Tell us who the fuck to put at number one. Yeah, we don't. Know we don't yet. know. You can hit us up at budsww on the Twitter or email to the Gmail at the same. You can get me over at d a double r ha e l l underscore g u n s. You can get me at beach two thousand four. That's b double e j two double zero four. Leave us a five star comment or like, rating, like, share, subscribe. Right. Tell, tell your friends, friends, neighbors, enemies, enemies, your dog's neighbors, nanny. Um, your neighbor's nanny's dog. Your neighbor's nanny's dog. Your dog's neighbor's yeah. uncle and right. The guy down the road. The guy up the street. It, you know, our house in it, the middle of the street. Our house. Yeah. 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 And uh, right. Can stay classy, San Diego. And stay. Fuck you, San Diego. Right. Fucking people. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, San Diego, and that's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See you. Bye. Go away. Go away. Just like that. Cacao. Sound check. Sound check. It's checked. Oh, man. That takes forever. You know, technically, I always check the sound before you get here, because I record the silence, and then I make a noise to make sure it picks up the noise, so the silence is working. Well, that makes me feel, like, useless. Like, you can do it by yourself. We need this for the the outro, though. Fuck your outro. It's not ours, it's the buds. If the outro belongs to them, everything else is ours, though. The buds can have that outro. Alright, whenever you're ready, man.